0: 94.7 Kumu Kokua. Because Kumu Cares.
1: 802, uh, and it is Devin. And Esme. And uh, very, very happy and honored to have with us, uh, talking on the phone actually, uh, the Speaker of the House of Representatives for the State of Hawaii, uh, Mr. Scott Saiki. Hello, Speaker. Good morning. Hey, morning,
2: thanks for having me today.
0: Yeah, oh. absolutely. As we were saying earlier, uh, it is you know it is an honor in general just to have you uh, on our show, but also you kind of have an in on what's uh, being said about reopening Hawaii's economy, and this is really like at the heart for a lot of people who are out of work right now, wondering when tourism is going to come back, and I know you are working uh, on the COVID-19 Economic Preparedness Committee, so I know you have a lot of mana'o about how this is all going to go down, so... What can you share with us about that?
3: Yeah,
2: so we know that um, um, so number one the number one priority is to really um, help uh, maintain everyone's health and the safety net in Hawaii mm-hmm. and the other question that people ask is how long you know how long is this going to run for how long is a stay-at-home order going to be in place for? Uh, when are we going to start to start to be able to go out again.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, so that's that's exactly why the House of Representatives formed a committee uh, to focus on economic and financial preparedness for for the state. And one of our objectives now, the, the primary objective now, is to uh, help to work on a, a recovery plan for Hawaii, a re-entry plan, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you know, you know, there are a lot of, all of the states at this point, and even nations are uh, discussing how they can begin to reopen their uh, states or their countries again and um, you know basically I think that the bottom line is that um, Hawaii can begin to do that at the point that we know that people who are who live here as well as people who visit Hawaii will be will be safe and will be healthy and that Hawaii will have an infrastructure in place, to deal with any um, cases of COVID in the future.
0: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So what? Okay. So can you answer that question? Then when and how?
2: Okay. So there there are basically four four um, things that we need to look at to prepare Hawaii before we begin to reopen. And I have to say that you know reopening reopening um, Hawaii is going to be incremental. It's not going to just happen overnight. Okay. Um, you may have different. Um, you may have different geographic areas that are more that are that may be okay to be reopened slowly. You may have different kinds of businesses that could be re- reopened slowly. It just kind of depends on the on the circumstances of each of these areas and you know how safe how safe these areas are as well. Okay, so four, mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. There's four main components I've to look at um, uh, before we reopen. And these are screening, testing, tracking, and quarantine. And um, I can explain each of these real briefly. Yes. Um, um, We have to make sure for screening, we have to just make sure that Hawaii is prepared to screen people who are moving around in our state or entering our state. So there has, for example, there has to be a a good system in place at the airport to screen people who are flying here to Hawaii Mm. to -hmm. see if they have, you know they have a fever or there may even be a point where we have the ability to test them quickly at the airport for covid
3: mm-hmm. and that's
2: the second component which is testing we have to make sure that hawaii is able to test uh, a large number of people and get the results back quickly you know currently some people are waiting 14 days to get their test results. Mm-hmm. and you know that's just not that's just not that's not good enough 14 days is too long the third component is tracking so at the point that someone is symptomatic or test positive, then the state has to have a system where we track these people, we monitor them, we know that they're gonna be, they're gonna be at home or they, where they're gonna be, so they don't go back into the community and create community spread. So that's what we wanna prevent. And then the last item, which is related to that, is quarantine. We have to make sure that we have a system in place where people know that, they, that if they test positive, or are sick that they are going to be quarantined and they' are going to remain in quarantine until they are um, they're better. So those are the forming components. I call that like the public health this is like the public health um, track. We have to have the public health track in place before we get to the second step, which is to reopen to reopen our, our, our state our mm. our communities.
0: Okay. 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 Realistically, so the line is, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Go ahead. I mean, the bottom line is that we just need to, you know, in order for the state to survive, we have to show everyone here who lives here, as well as those who visit here, that Hawaii is not a risky place to be. You know, and that Hawaii is safe. It's healthy. We have a good medical system in place to deal with with the virus if it was to ever pop up again.
1: Okay. Okay, Mr. Speaker, uh, just out of curiosity, because session was sort of ended very abruptly, uh, you never actually got the complete session. How, how does this work? I mean, how, how are the representatives getting together so you guys can talk about all this kind of stuff? Because, you know, you, you, you're representing basically all of us.
2: So we really love, we really love tele right now. <laughs> I think, um, you know, people like me have really come to appreciate Zoom, I think Zoom is a great system. Mm-hmm. I know there's other applications out there. Uh, this is going to, you know, one of, if there is an upside, one of the upsides is that um, this is going to show us that there are different ways to, you know, to get things done, to get work done. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to follow the traditional ways of doing things. Um, I think Zoom Zoom has been great for for all of us.
1: Okay. I mean, is there a chance that there's going to be a special session just to wrap up some of the things that were sort of left open-ended or uh, do you do you foresee anything like that happening
2: yes so what happened was we um, recessed the legislature on March 16 we were supposed to adjourn on May 7 Mm -hmm. but we recessed indefinitely and we took the recess because at that time uh, CDC issued a guideline that said that you shouldn't have groups of more than 10 people uh, be meeting for at least eight weeks so that eight week we follow that guideline Kind of takes us to mid-May if we are to or if we can reconvene at that point in time so we do have to go back in to the session we reopen the session
3: Mm.
1: because
2: we have to at the very least uh take a vote to end the session we didn't end the session that's right yeah we have to end it Um, but i think we're gonna have i think we're probably gonna have to go back to deal with some budget issues you know there's going to be a big shortfall in tax revenue Uh, i think we're going to want to monitor the federal stimulus funds There might be some other kind of emergency changes that we have to make um, in the session, but it will be very limited uh, at that point when we return.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, that's good to know. Thank that's you. good to know. Um, and, uh, speaker, if we could uh, go back uh, for a second to talk about the the issue of reopening the economy and, and again, reminding our listeners that we are doing our Kumu Kukua segment. We have Scott Saiki, the uh, Speaker of the House, uh, the State House of Representatives. Um, what do you think of these projections? We are hearing some experts uh, locally as well as nationally talking about it might be 2022 before some kind of semblance of normalcy returns to our economy, especially because it's going to take like a year to a year and a half to get a vaccine uh, for COVID nineteen. Right. Um, is that the kind of projection that you guys are working at, uh, with as a base? As you guys talk about how the economy is going to come back.
2: Well, there's a couple of things for Hawaii. One is that you know it's, this is why it's really important for people to stay at home now mm-hmm. because we want to prevent community spread. But the second thing is that you know Hawaii is actually we're kind of in a fortunate position because. Because of our geographic isolation, you know, the, these these trends that are occurring nationally or internationally may not apply to Hawaii because we're able to kind of self-contain ourselves. We can kind of protect ourselves better. We can protect our state better. Um, you know, hopefully we, that means that we can accelerate, um, you know, movement. Um, but, if, but, get, but then again, of course, it, it also depends on when the vaccine is um, developed.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
2: the estimate is, you know, as you said, and then maybe another year or so yeah the vaccine yeah but in the meantime you know but in the meantime it may be okay to reopen the state even without a vaccine as long as we have those these protocols in place the ones that i mentioned um to protect residents and and visitors you know, the protocols are the screening testing tracking and quarantine mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that has to be that has to be in place and that's something that you know i'm gonna be asking the house to really focus on as well, when we return for our session, um, we need to make sure that we have those um, programs in place as soon as possible.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's okay. good to know. Everybody <laughs> is, has something to say uh, about this recent um, pay cut thing that they're talking about. Do you mind? I mean, I know it sort of came down from the governor, but uh, I'm assuming you have more information than I do. So I was hoping you could yeah. share what you know with yeah us. please
0: do because we've been we've been talking about it in our news reports this morning, but uh, the, the information of course is is uh, very early yet and tentative so yeah if you can shed some light on that
2: okay, so the state budget um, is kind of based on about eight billion dollars eight billion dollars a year that's collected through uh, state taxes, whether it's the general excise tax or the income tax or the corporate tax and um you know, I think we all, we all kind of know that tax revenues are going to start falling at a certain point.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and that's probably why the governor, you know, made a statement about that. Um, but, you know, my only recommendation to the governor is that um, he needs to take some time to really uh, evaluate what the tax revenue looks like and what the drop off looks like uh, before making any this final decisions. Because we don't know yet, right now we don't know what the tax drop off is going to look like. Mm-hmm. We'll know probably in a couple of months what the trend is going to be. Um, you know, there's different kinds of estimates about how the state's going to be impacted tax wise. Um, but I, I, the, the governor should wait to get some real data before he makes a decision. You know, and you know, I, I think that, um, you know, at the, at, t- at a time like this, you know, the government, the state government, the county governments are going to be critical to kind of restoring Hawaii and reopening Hawaii so we have to keep as much of it intact as possible mm-hmm.
1: I mean not to mention right um, our state uh, unemployment office is just inundated right now they're getting flooded with stuff uh, they're they're moving people over to the uh, to the department to try to start taking care of all of these applications and whatnot so uh, they're also uh, I've been hearing rumors about furloughs and all kinds of stuff so there's a, a lot of uneasiness I think on people's uh, on people's minds about what happens with government from here on out. so thank you very much for yeah. uh, at least expressing that and going, hey, uh, you know, make sure you take some time and mm-hmm. and really think about the the consequences of what we're what you're yeah. proposing of doing
2: The last yeah, you know, the last thing we want want the last thing that we want to do is to create more panic, you know with, with the, within the public. We don't mm-hmm. want to
0: do that. yeah. can you um shed some light on what uh, the state might have in the way of uh, improvements with the unemployment? office moving down the uh, into the future? Because I think uh, there's been some, you know, some word that uh, they're adding workers, they're adding phone banks, they're expanding bandwidth, uh, they're trying to, you know, improve the website, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But there are still hundreds of people reportedly, at least, if not thousands, uh, who have been unsuccessful in getting through. And then we still have additional layoffs still coming. So there are still more people, apparently, who are going to need to file. Um, is the What in the... Uh, way of uh, plans does the state have uh, for improving that that sort of unemployment process
2: yeah so let me start off by just saying that um you know Scott Murakami, the director of the labor Department mm-hmm. is a really good is a really good guy I and feel I bad for not, every time uh, he's on TV it's like it's
0: tough man I know yeah
2: he I mean I just put I, I yeah I have a lot of empathy for him mm-hmm. and I think he's really trying his best yeah. and his staff is working really hard. Um, we are, you know, the legislatures of both the House and the Senate are just um, pummeling the governor's office. Um, we have been for the last two weeks, two or three weeks, to increase staffing, to increase capacity, um, to find more space for the for the intake centers. Um, we are, you know, we are just um, um, on the governor's office for that every mm-hmm. every day, every single day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So we're, we are trying we are trying to help to also to find some solutions for that.
0: Okay. 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 We're going to see additional staff. You think, or what? 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 Like concrete kinds of things are you guys asking for?
2: I'm hopeful that we can we can kind of re- that we'll find more space and we'll find more workers. Mm, okay. Uh, and maybe even some volunteers to help with the processing.
0: Okay. 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 Um, yeah, uh, do we have some time for some of our uh, re- our listeners' questions as well?
1: Speaker, are you okay on time? Because uh, I know that you yeah, you absolutely. needed to run, so we just want to make sure we. We're being respectful well, of the time question. we have with you.
0: So. <laughs> uh, we do have a, a question from one of our Kumu listeners. Um, Joy over in AIA is asking, do you think there will be permanent changes to our tourism industry here in Hawaii after all of this is said and done?
2: Well, I, you know, I think what's really come to light is that, um, how, number one, how important the visitor industry is to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Because it affects not just hotels and airlines, but it, it impacts a lot of small businesses That help within that industry, but the second point is that um, you know it's also made clear that we cannot be too dominant. um, That tourism cannot be too dominant um, in our state. That we can't be over reliant on one industry. Mm -hmm. So I know that there's gonna be there's gonna be I'm sure there's gonna be some a lot of discussion about whether to limit tourism and to try to open up other kinds of industries in Hawaii
0: Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on that and we've been talking a little bit about the reopening of the economy so earlier you were talking in the first part of our conversation about how that might be gradual we might do certain parts of the economy or certain uh, you know geographic portions of the state maybe perhaps Um, what does that look like time-wise are we looking at this summer are we looking at fall What, what are we looking at
2: I think it's going to okay. just depend on what the caseload looks, uh, the COVID caseload looks like in Hawaii, and whether we have a system in place to, to test people and to monitor them, especially when if we're having to do with, um, you know, people who are traveling from out of state to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that they, that infected people are not entering the state. Yeah, I mean, that is like just number one.
0: OK, OK. So you had mentioned that that there needs to be, as you were saying earlier, screening, testing, tracking and quarantine. Those pieces have to be in place first. Uh, does your committee or do you have an idea of how much that is going to cost? When I, I, I know everybody is very sensitive about revenues not coming in right now. So I'm just wondering how that is going to work cost wise.
2: We So that is one thing that we, our, our committee is going to do. We're going to uh, create the budget for this Um for this, um, uh, for these components,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
2: I want to see if we can use uh, maxim- maximize federal funds to pay to begin paying for some of this. Mm.
3: Okay. So we're
2: gonna, the state is receiving um, uh, about eight hundred million dollars from the federal government, a lump sum amount from the federal government. I want to see if we can tap some of that to pay for this at least mm-hmm. at the outset mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. it started.
1: Okay. That's great. All right. Mr. Speaker, uh, again, we, uh, we knew that we had a limited amount of time with you, so we don't want to take up too much of it here. Um, did, did you have anything else that you wanted to mention or, or talk about real quick?
2: So we should do this again after we have our, once our, our we, we kind of get our plan together, mm-hmm. we can talk about it more in
1: detail. Yes. That'd be terrific. We'd really like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, a few, in a few weeks. Okay. okay. In a few weeks. Oh, in a few weeks. Okay. I like that idea. <laughs> we might be out of the house. You might actually be able to come here in person. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, uh, Speaker for the State House of Representatives, uh, Mr. Scott Saiki, Uh thank you so much for stopping by or for talking story with us uh, Speaker, we really appreciate you uh, giving us all this information.
2: Yeah, thanks for the invite today.